Alright, we are back with the Various Stages of Growth podcast. I am Will, here with your co-host, Matt. How How's it going? Good, good. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So we are here today, um, and I think we can kind of call this our Marvel Roundup show. We'll kick it off uh, with, with Moon Knight and dive into some stuff, but um, yeah, no, I'm excited because um, <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff coming up. Um, there's stuff that's been shifted around several times, so I'm um, looking forward to discussing that today. So uh, let's dive on in, Matt. Are you ready here? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Let's, let's right. talk a little bit about Moon Knight. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so I'm going to call you to the floor first. What do you think? Let's start with the first episode. What's your first impressions of Moon Knight? Well, so look, coming in, I was really excited for the show, right? I, Moon Knight is a character I know a little bit about, but I never really read any material. I never you know, dove really deep into the lore. So I was excited for this show because I love going into a show not really knowing much, and that's what this was for me. Um, I think it's awesome. I think Oscar Isaac is great. I think Ethan Hawke is super creepy as the bad guy slash cult leader. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the music works well. I have a few little nitpicky things that I'm not too big on, but overall, I think it's really good start off. What about you? Yeah, I, I can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm kind of right there with you. I um, One of the things that I was kind of um, not sure about with um, going into it is kind of like how it would play in the MCU, where it was going to kind of fall. And I think the fact that it's just completely its own thing and not beholden to anything that came before it is something that I definitely think is working for it. Yeah, Um, 100%. You know, because most of these Disney Plus shows have been great, but... um, you know, you have to have the complete background knowledge to, to know what's going on. Not so with this one. I think this this one you can dive in really not knowing anything and still kind of be able to follow the story. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they've got two heavyweights, you know. Uh, they've been doing it for a while, and Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke in the top roles. So, yeah, I agree with you there, just kind of um, in their roles. And I think that one of the things that I've enjoyed about it so much is it is its own thing. And it's not something that's tied to something else. And just kind of be able to like uh, not know where it's going or, okay, it's starting here, but it's got to, it's got to end up here, uh, you know, connect to something else. I think that's, that's liberating. I don't have as much uh, as a problem as I see some people do with what they did with Stephen Grant. I get it. You know, I've heard them in interviews saying that they, they wanted to change the yeah. character because they did not want to make it a Batman clone, and I get that. Um, so, to me, you know, it hasn't detracted from anything um, from that point. So, I, I'm, I'm really digging it so far. Um, really, really like the first episode. Um, second episode was good as well. Um, I didn't think it was as strong as the first episode. We can get into that in a minute. But I, I'm with you, man. Music... Um, just the uh, the way it's been kind of laid out so far and the kind of the storytelling that they're going with, uh, just peeling back the layers is working for me as well. Yeah, I, I, I want to get back to the tone, like you said, and the, the not being tied to the greater MCU. Um, it, it works so well for the show, and I think that's something that it has to its benefit where, you know, I'm not sitting here watching Moon Knight going, you know, when's Thor going to show up? When is Captain Marvel going to show up? It's its own thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing about Moon Knight, too, with all these characters is it's kind of, if you go back and read the origins in the, in the early 80s and, and stuff and prior before, you know, he gets with the uh, uh, West Coast Avengers and all that stuff, but uh, it does change. So 
I understand it's very much more distinct when by the time you get to like the Marvel Knights era of the comics, um, they really do kind of flesh out more of the is a, you know, dissociative identity disorder and things of like that. We're kind of in the first mm-hmm. series. It's just him just picking different roles to play. Um, you know, they touch on things. So I like how they've really kind of played that angle up on the show because I think it works and it just allows Oscar Isaac to do what he, you know, and, and he, he's such a good actor. You want to give right. him that range. Absolutely. And so that, to me, that, that's a, that's a strength that the show does. Um, and I do agree with you. Um, you had mentioned to just the music. I think the music's fantastic, both from the theme and score of the show and then just some of the musical choices they put in for, you know, uh, pop songs that, you know, that it's just really working, uh, to, to create that tone that you were mentioning. Yeah. Um, now, what did you think of Khonshu? When he first popped up in the first episode, I don't know what I was expecting an Egyptian god to sound like, but that wasn't it. <laughs> All right. Full disclosure, when that when that happened, here's my take. When that happened, it, it threw me, that was the first thing that threw me out. And it reminded me so much, and I don't know if it was a good or bad thing. I'm probably saying it's not a good thing. For a second there, it felt like Venom. And, That's exactly and, where I went. <laughs> yes. And I was thinking, like, holy crap! Like, like it, it totally reminded me of like when the symbiote is uh, talking to Eddie Brock in the in the Tom Hardy movie. And I was sort of like, really? And it even sounded like him. And I think it's, um, I think it's F. Murray Abraham doing the voice. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it sounded for a second like Tom Hardy is Venom. And I was like, wait a second, you know? Um, and so that was the only time tone wise where I was kind of taken out of. Uh, of the show where he sort of stepped back. I guess I've kind of gotten used to it, but maybe it was just in sort of some of the things he was saying it and how he was saying it that reminded me and gave me those Venom vibes. But yeah, man. Yeah, yeah because, uh, because there's, moment, with that. Th- there's moments of it where it seems like he's kind of playing for a joke. And I was like, that's not what I pictured this character to be. You know, and it, some of the, the, the lines just didn't land. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I just felt it was kind of out of place. It was sort of like someone was going in with sound booth day one and having some fun with it. <clears throat> yeah. Because, uh, yeah, no, it was it was a little bit um, jarring, I would say, first time hurt. And I really, for a second, thought like it was it was Venom for a second. I can't, I can't put it any other way. It's the first thing I, I, uh, I thought of when I saw it and heard it. Yeah. I also like the structure of the show. It seems the first two episodes were kind of its own arc where you're figuring out the mystery of, you know, what's going on with Steven, who is Mark, he has this previous life, and now it seems like we're going to switch to another arc where maybe we get a little bit more, like, exploration, Indiana Jones type of vibes, and I'm all for that. Yeah, no, absolutely. One of the things, after watching the first episode, I wasn't sure how they were going to do it, but um, I almost got vibes like, uh, were they going to do... you know, flashbacks like Lost or something, because like, you know, they had the missing time when he was changing from Stephen Grant and becoming Mark yeah. Spector, where they're going to have a whole episode of just from the Mark Spector, you know, point of view. That That's what I thought episode two was going to be. <clears throat> yes. And so I did think that, um, kind of happy they didn't go that way. I don't think they can go that way. The fact it's only like, I think what is six episodes? Yeah, so it's to, six. Yeah. So to get all that in there in six episodes, I didn't think that was an option. Um, but for a second there, I thought that's what, where they're going to go. Um, but no, I prefer the route th- that they have taken with it. Um, but like I said, I, um, like you said, it was, I do think that that second arc is going to start, um, you know, in the, in this next couple episodes here. Yeah. What do you think about the, the suit overall, uh, um, the, the regular moon Knight one and the Mr. Knight one that we see in episode two. So 
I like the suit. I'm not a big fan of the Moon Knight with the with the dark face um, mm-hmm. from the comics, so I do like this suit better. Um, I like the Mister Knight suit. We can talk about the characterization later, um, but um, yeah, no, I, I I think they did a good job with the suit. I think it's um, that first initial transformation at the end of the first episode was was cool. I thought they did a it, good it, job. It's, su- it's such a great way to end the first episode, right? Yeah. With that final scene where Moon Knight just, where he fully turns around, walks towards the camera, and then just cuts the credits. I loved it. No, absolutely. That was key. And I think, you know, um, showing off the suit that way that they did, I think that definitely works. So I'm, I'm all about it. Um, I think they've done a good job with that. Um, you know, like I said, the pulses, both the uh, Mr. Knight and the Moon Knight suit. Yeah, the, the Mr. Knight suit looks good. Um, from what I know a little bit about Mr. Knight, I don't know if it was exactly kept well, like with the comic book accurate characterization of him, but I'm fine with that because like the way they seem to be going is completely different, so I, I don't mind it. Yeah, no, absolutely. This falls in, in line with with uh, some of the other, you know, like we talked about before with the characteriz- uh, characterization of Stephen Grant. It's it's changed up, but you know, let them tell their story and see if it works. I don't have a problem with it so far um either so like i said it's not detracting from the story it's the story they want to tell so you know i'm willing to go along with that ride uh with them going forward do you think we see any bigger ties to the mcu at some point or do you think they kind of keep this its own individual thing you know the fact that it's marvel i'm gonna say they're gonna have to put something i mean and i don't know if it's gonna tie to really anything that's come before it um but so okay so let's we're gonna i know we're gonna dive ahead for the outlook coming up here after moon night but i, I don't want to really spoil much but i do want to say a couple things so i envisioned that if there was any connections and i know oscar isaac came out the other day and said he's kind of you know he signed up for the six he's not committed to do any more but you know that's that's currently but things can change i'm, I'm thinking between this between the announcement of the werewolf by night mm-hmm. uh, um, special or how, whatever that's going to be, and then the tease at the end of Eternals when you hear Blade's voice, that you know, are are they going to go full, you know, kind of Marvel Knights and, and all those characters um, from the book? So I'm thinking if, if anyone shows up, um, maybe something that's sort of a cameo that tease with werewolf by night where, where it won't make much sense right now, unless mm-hmm. you're, you know, read the comics, it's not going to be linked to something that came before, but I could yeah. see something like that happening. Um, mm-hmm. you know, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm don't think it's going to be major reveal and cameo. I know there's some buzz online and cause something's released that episode four is, does something different or flips something around. So yeah, that's what, we'll, that's what everybody's saying. Yeah. We'll, we'll see coming up, but I, I just don't, to me, you're telling your own contained story and to bring someone else in just for the sake of bringing them in doesn't make sense. If it works along the story or in that world, I get it. But, um, yeah, I think it's been strong enough so far if they keep going this way to stand on its own. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I don't see, I don't see, you know, Hulk or Thor or the Guardians of the Galaxy, any of these people popping up. It wouldn't really fit for what Moon Knight is doing, right? He seems he's more of a street level grounded guy. Um, Blade might make some sense going with like the horror aspect, uh, but I think I think by the end of the season you get something for Werewolf by Night. Yeah, that's that's that would be my guess, um, just because that's where Moon Knight debuted, uh, debuted in, in the comics. So I I could see that. Uh, it'll be a nice nod to that. And then, like we talked before, and then the upcoming show, 
um, or special that's going to be coming up. So, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's where I would think, um, you know, uh, they would go if they have any cameos of sort, which I'm sure they will, but I just don't like it. I'm with you. Um, they're not going to bring it. I don't think any of the heavy hitters, um, because I think it'll take away from the story. Yeah. So, so you teased it a couple minutes ago. Um, we want to kind of transition Moon Knight into what's coming up for the rest of the year for Marvel. Now we have a bunch of confirmed stuff and some that are rumored to come out this year, possibly in production. We don't really know when. So we're just going to kind of run down a list chronologically and, you know, talk about each project. All right. So, sounds good. So the first one is very close at this point, two, three week, three, four weeks away. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. What are your feelings on this movie? So <clears throat> I'm like afraid to touch this one because I, <laughs> I just feel I'm hoping, you know, um, look, there's really been very few Marvel movies that I've been disappointed by, um, if any. Um, and I'm not saying this is going to be one. I just I worry about the amount of hype that this movie's had um, projected upon it, projected upon it by people who, who may or may not know anything. And you know what I'm saying? So, and then the fact you had Spider-Man just come out and give a lot of that, you know, I hate to say fan service, but there was a lot of stuff in there that, you know, people were looking forward to. Um, and I think to try to force that feeling or repeat that again, um, could backfire or people's hype or expectations could be way too high. I'm, I'm excited, um, to see, uh, the sequel cause I, I love Sam Raimi. So I'm excited where he goes with it. I think he's a, a great director for this choice and the tone that they want to do, um, you know, like uh, Evil Dead uh, 2 and, 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 and Army of Darkness are some of my favorite movies of all time. And then, of course, yep. all his, his later work. So I'm excited, um, you know, to see what he did. And you saw what he did with the Spider-Man 1 and 2 and 3, which I don't want to talk about. But um, yeah, We, we won't yeah, touch that one. Touch <laughs> that, that that's one. another day. <laughs> nah, but, but um, yeah, I'm a little concerned. Um, like I said, I'm going to try to go in as, as blind as possible. Um, yeah, I, 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 I like you said this movie. This, this movie has so much hype behind it, right? And with all the cameos from you know Tom Cruise Iron Man, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Like, I, I think the thing that people need to look at is the runtime of this movie. It's two hours and six minutes, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't leave a lot of time for all these fan service cameos. Right. To tell a, to tell a full story in two hours is hard enough. You know, I thought this movie was going to be 2.30, 2.45, somewhere along the lines of, like, Spider-Man, Avengers, things like that, but it's not. So I think you may get one or two of those big cameos, but I think it's going to be a more contained Doc Strange, uh, Wanda, Scarlet Witch story. Right, right, which, I, which I'd be all about, because the way WandaVision ended, you know, I want to see some resolution of that story. Uh, the way Spider-Man ended with Doctor Strange's uh, kind of arc in that movie, I do want to see what's going to happen repercussion-wise, you know, from that, which it looks like we'll, we'll see in this movie. Um, and then the tease they had in the uh, Marvel What If, um, it, it, you know, that episode with Doctor Strange, you know, I, I got to feel that's going to lend a little bit uh, to this movie. But, yeah, I uh, the other thing is this. Even if you get all those cameos, um, you know, are you going to feel cheated? You know, that's the other problem. So let's say yeah. for sake of argument, they drop in, you know, you see Hugh Jackman for like 30 seconds. Are people going to be, you know, okay, good. They're psyched. And you know, then you get people online. Oh, he's only in for 30 seconds. He should have done bum, bum, bum. So that's yeah, the other there's, thing. 
those you cameos know? aren't going to have a lot of substance to them. No. Like, like, like we know we're getting Patrick Stewart as uh, Professor X, right? He's in the, he's in the second trailer. Right. And I think that's more than enough. And I don't think that's going to carry into the greater MCU. I think that's a variant. We see him once in this movie. I don't think we probably ever see him again. No, I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. And I think that that's part of it. Like, yeah, you're going to want to see all these characters and it would be cool for a second, but then I can see the other side where, oh, they're wasted. And, you know, that was something that Spider-Man did real well. It brought in all these characters, but it gave them all something to do. You know, they all had something to do. Yeah, um, there, there was purpose there. Yeah, there, every one of them pretty much had, had something to do or, or, or a purpose. It wasn't just a quick cameo. Um, you know, and like I said, I... I um, I worry about the people's projecting their hype onto it um, and not enjoy it. But I am looking forward to it, like I said, just for its own thing. But I'm really trying to stay offline and stay away from any spoilers and also stay away from some of the hype and some of the uh, unrealistic expectations I think people are putting on it. Yeah, absolutely. But I have my tickets for opening night. I'm excited. I'm sure we'll talk about it once the movie comes out. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so, so going next is an interesting one. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder. This movie is only a couple months away. We haven't seen a trailer. There's been a few leaked action figures from uh, from Hasbro, things like that. But we really don't know much about what this movie is. <laughs> right, right. And it's, um, you know, I I guess they've gotten to the point, and they've been there for a while, so I don't want to say it's, it's something recent. But they've gotten to the point that they know people are going to see these movies, so yeah. they can take it easy with the trailer. I mean, that, that was the big thing with Spider-Man. It took forever for that trailer to be released, and... You know, um, so yeah, they can take their time, but I'm with you. It's coming out, you know, relatively soon compared to uh, not having a trailer yet. So, you know, I think I think yeah. it falls with what Disney's doing marketing wise, right? They have to push Moon Knight. Multiverse of Madness is in a couple weeks. They have the Obi Wan show coming at the end of May. There's a lot for them to market, so I think they have to space these things out. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I, I know that was the big thing with um, with Spider Man. They didn't want it overshadowing, and um, you know, they even held off on. Uh, Doctor Strange and, and other stuff as well, um, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. I ha, now have you read the comics that, that that it's kind of based on the story with Jane? Foster? Yeah, yeah, with with Jane Foster and everything. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm um, interesting to see what they how they go, which way they go with it. I'm also kind of interested to see selfishly because I know a tie in whatever is kind of what you know the spoiler alert. Um, you know the figure drops the other day and there was one uh particular figure uh version i would say of thor that's got me curious uh because who he's traveling with and whether that's going to continue into the uh uh either the upcoming holiday special we'll talk about later or the uh the third movie of a of a trilogy i'm I'm just wondering you know they tease at the end of endgame but uh, i'm wondering if it's going to be payoff just for this movie or if it's going to continue on yeah, see, see, Thor is in an interesting place, right, as a character. He's been there, obviously, since the beginning. Um, how long does Hemsworth stay in this role, right? Does Thor leave at the end of this movie? Do they ever kill him off? How long do you think he stays? So, I would think he seems willing to do it forever. So, I'm thinking, yeah. I, you know, I, I really do think, like, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans wanted out. They just wanted some freedom or just not to be tied to it. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. can see with Chris Hemsworth, I could see him just coming back doing it. I think, you know, certain characters in those roles, I think Mark Ruffalo is pretty open to coming back, which is why he's popping in and out of stuff. So I think it depends on the actor. But I'm with you. I can't see them. I, I don't see them killing off Thor. Um, the thing about comics and the stories is they could do anything with these characters and yeah. make them disappear. I mean, 
you know, if they wanted to put a pause on Hulk, you know, they could do the World War Hulk and they just, you know, send him off world or something like that. Yeah, and, and then Hulk, five years later yes. bring him back. <laughs> right. So you can you can put him up on a shelf and have people not wonder where they are without killing them off. Um, you know, and they kind of still did it. Um, uh, they they basically kind of did the same thing with um, with Captain America. We still don't yeah. really know what, what you know. I mean, I mean, even even just even just staying with Thor. Look at what they're doing with Natalie Portman, right? She never, she didn't want to come back. She wasn't in, you know, Ragnarok. She she had that weird like scene in uh, Endgame where I think they used old footage of her. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden she's coming back to play what is a huge character. You know, Jane Foster's Thor is a huge character, and I'm curious to see movie pop in. Do they do anything else with her? You know, I don't know. No, absolutely. So I mean, they have flexibility. I think at this point to do whatever they want. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to, we'll come back with our part two. And, uh, I'm, I think up next, I think is Black Panther, right? Black Panther 2, all Wakanda right. Forever. So there's your tease. That's one I really want, have some things I want to say about because that one is, and, uh, but we'll get into it in part two. So we'll be back with part two of our Marvel roundup. All right. We're back on various stages of growth talking yes. about the Marvel slate. Um, and we last left off with Thor Love and Thunder, but we did skip over a show that actually has a release date, um, Ms. Marvel, coming in June. Yes, that's right. Where are your expectations for the show and what are you expecting? So, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see it because I love the original comic. Um, it looked pretty faithful. Um, from the trailer I saw, I did see something the other day that I think it's the first, uh, Marvel Disney plus, uh, show to get a PG rating. So, uh, okay. you know, um, most of them are that PG, they're TV 14. So that's interesting. So, um, you know, I'm going to keep my expectations kind of low because I, nothing against the show. It's just that comic was, it was so different. So out there, but I, I did, I did enjoy the trailer. I was not so excited but this one was one that stood out. Um, but uh, after seeing the trailer, I'm excited for it. Yeah. So, so going in when it was announced, I was like, okay, you know, I know a little bit about the character. I read the, you know, some of the comic books, but not, not, not too much of it, but I agree. The trailer looks awesome. And I, I love the art style they're going with. It definitely has its own individual tone, which I think is really cool. And it seems like a, it almost seems like the Marvel coming of age story, yeah. which I think is something they haven't done yet. And I think yeah. this is going to be an interesting take on it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and and it's uh, one it, and and look, I, there's a whole other debate, but the uh, game was completely flawed, but got better once it out. But the Marvel Avengers video game that was released, mm-hmm. that story with her too, I think for those folks who played that, that's going to bring a whole other audience who may not be familiar from the the comic um, or the graphic novel, um, but played that game. So and they'll bring those ideas to it as well. So I'm I'm curious to see where they go with the character. Yeah, and obviously being from Jersey, I'm excited to see Jersey in any form of media, so bring it on. <laughs> yes, yes, we'll have to represent, uh, yes, yes. I, I um, for for the, for, the, for Ms. Marvel, I do think it's going to set up probably what is Captain Marvel sequel, which mm-hmm. I think is called The Marvels, so I think maybe she pops up and, you know, you may get a little bit t- ties to the greater MCU. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 would, I would agree with that. I could see that one having its own, you know, like you're saying, a coming-of-age story in the beginning. And then transitioning maybe in the last episode or two to, to make that tie to uh, something bigger. All right, so moving forward, we have one that I think is in a very interesting place, and it's Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever. 
Um, this movie has been long troubled, obviously, with the, the tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman and then all the production delays and things like that. Um, where do, do you, how do you think they handle the, the Chadwick Boseman loss? I have no idea. And that, and that is, that is something that I'm, I'm anticipating with this movie is, is how they're going to handle that. How are they going to not only handle that, but address that? Um, you know, and I've heard some comments from people in the movie saying it's a, it's a tribute to, uh, to Chadwick Boseman and that it's mm -hmm. very much kind of, you know, the spirit alive in the movie. I, I have no idea where they're going to go with this. And, and there's been so much. Uh, information and misinformation about this movie that I'm just one of those that in a different, a different way, but just like with Dr. Strange, I'm kind of stepping back a little bit, tempering my expectations to see where they're going to go. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting too, that, um, they, they've come out and said they're not going to recast, which is a whole other talk for another day. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, that, I, that's, that's always an interesting conversation. Yes. That, that is, that was an interesting decision. I understand it from one aspect, but then from the other aspect, there's, there's a, there's a benefit for, for saying to find someone else to, to play that because of what that character and what that movie, you know, quite frankly represented to a lot of people. And, um, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited because of selfishly, cause Namor is finally coming to the MCU. Yes. One of my guys. I mean, that's, you know, I've, you know, there's very few name. I mean, that's one of the Marvel legends. I'll make sure I'll buy every incarnation. I've got the t-shirt I've got, you know, and he's, he's gone through <laughs> a lot of changes. So I'm like, so yeah. that one, and I'm holding on. I know he's going to be in that. So I'm, I'm waiting for that. Yeah. It, it, it's good. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. Right. Because obviously you can't take the mantle of black Panther out of the movie. Do they hand it over to Shuri, you know, his sister, um, do they hand it over to Winston Duke, who played M'Baku? Uh, he's rumored to have a bigger role in this movie. Also, with, with the introduction of variants and what if, do they bring Michael B. Jordan back and possibly have him be Black Panther? See, and that, to me, that's the only way they can go and have it really make majority of the people happy. To me, that's that's the way to go. And I know... I, I agree with you. Yeah. That to me, that's that's where I, I would see it going in order and, and him taking over and, you know, bringing in a variant or, or coming up with some way to bring him in and, and just, or, you know, um, somehow change something up where they can have him come in and, and you know, uh, have him realize or make a tone for what, what he did in the first one and, and move forward from there. Yeah. Now this this movie, like I said, the production has been delayed multiple times. I know. I think they're still actively shooting this movie. Do you think there's any chance this gets delayed? Because right now it's supposed to show up in November. Yeah, I, I'm gonna think this one's the fact they're still shooting it. I'm think it's gonna be delayed. And and there's been two or three times where they've taken pause. One was for COVID, and then there was an injury on set. And there were. I, I would think. I, I don't look. I, I <clears throat> Disney and Marvel never. Um, because, you know, want to get something wrong. I don't think they rush these things for, for any reason. And not that they could, you know, worry about, you know, all their movies. I understand that. But with this one, they can't get this one wrong. So they, they, they're they going to have to make sure it's it's ready, you know, it, it's right before they release it. This is not yeah, I, I, I could see them. I could see them pushing this back maybe to like the February March slot of 2023. Yeah. Maybe try to bump up the Marvels, which I think is just about done filming or maybe in post right now. So maybe they push that into the November spot. That way they have something there and then give Black Panther to a little bit more time. 
Yeah, because, you know, we talked about with Spider-Man and the hype of Spider-Man, and then uh, the hype we talked about with Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness coming up. But I, I'm going to be honest, I don't think there's going to be a bigger hype movie than Black Panther. Um, Absolutely not. I, After what that first movie did? Yeah, I think that one. I know everyone's talking now. Well, I'll t- I, I don't think people remember, um, or some people, of how big that first movie was and how big the second one, because of all the things we just talked about going into it that's going to be one where they're going to have to they're going to got to get the release right they're going to have to get the tone right they're going to have to get the movie right and they they've got a lot to do with that movie yeah so so now moving on to the rest of this list we have mostly tv shows slash a couple specials that are all rumored for 2022 but don't have exact dates right um and the first one starting off with that is she hulk which i think we're all 99 percent sure is coming probably sometime this year we just don't know when yeah yeah, and I, I haven't seen much on it. Um, there's been a little blip in uh, one of the coming, you know, to Disney Plus attractions. Uh, and there was yeah, they had like the, the Disney other... Plus meeting, and it was in that little like sizzle reel that they released. Yeah, that's really all we got. And I know there, there's been some feedback that there's there's people worried about it. That's that the tone that it's going to be a sitcom. I, I don't know. Th- this opens up a wound for me um, because I am not. I will go on record saying I'm pretty happy with everything in the MCU. I am not mm-hmm. happy what they've done with the Hulk in the MCU. Um, yeah, the I, I think I think that falls with like rights issues too, right? Yeah. I don't, they can't make they can't legally make a a Hulk movie because I think Universal still owns the rights, yeah. but they can pop them. It's it's very weird. <laughs> and, and and to me, then uh, I just don't like where they've taken the character. I, I wasn't a huge fan when they started with that relationship angle with Black Widow. That that and that now. With well, well, it was Professor weird because there was and... there was no follow up with it. It was very kind of just left on the table for Ultron, and then they we never really get back to it. <laughs> right, and so they did that. Then they brought back. Now, now it's funny because I've been down before on it, so I was down during that. Then they they bring him back in in Thor two with the glass i love that that i i was i was fine with that and then you know what they did to uh, listen <laughs> I'm, i don't want to get off track because i know we're talking she hulk but i i, I listen hey, hulk, hulk did, is a huge part of the show so he's part of it <laughs> yes so one of the things and i'm gonna say what, what they did to hulk in um oh god forgive me not infinity not, war in infinity war get his butt kicked by Thanos and then never see him again was a damn disgrace to the character. And well, it's, then, it's so crazy because you set that up and I you think uh, at the end of the movie there's going to be the payoff where he, you know, he finally does Hulk out and goes yes. full rage mode and they, they even they even made the Funko Pop that yes. had him hulking it, out of the Hulkbuster armor. Yes, there was a Lego <laughs> toy and a Funko Pop and Hulk. Like, where the hell was that? Like, where the hell? They, they, so, and, and so I... Since then on, I've just been down. And then the, don't get me started on Professor Hulk. Don't, please don't. Um, which I know <laughs> that's how he's supposed to show up in She-Hulk. So, yeah. you know, from someone who, who Hulk is my guy it, it, in Marvel Comics, that's that's my guy. I um, Yeah, man, that's a whole other episode. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping they can do some redeeming with Hulk and She-Hulk. I know it's not his show, but he's going to be a big part of it. They need to uh, They need to do some tweaking. Yeah, now, now you said you were worried about the, the procedural aspect of it. I'm not too worried about that because I kind of felt the same way at the beginning when they first announced WandaVision, right? Where they were like, oh, it's going to be a TV episode per week and it's going to be different decades. And I think that show turned out awesome. So hopefully in Marvel we trust and this works the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping it's fact if it's a She-Hulk and we're in New York, maybe a, a Daredevil cameo. Maybe a I, think that, I think that's like very that. likely. 
like you know like, like give me some of that and we'll see but uh yeah no i um like i said that's i i apologize for my whole grant but that's a whole other <laughs> that's a whole show man hey that, that's I, what we're here for they, they've got a lot of stuff they've got more right than wrong but man did they get have they got the hulk wrong on certain things but uh we can move on i apologize <laughs> All right, so moving on, we have Werewolf by Night, which is a very weird thing because it's it's listed right now as a Disney Plus special, which we don't know, is that a movie? Is that an hour long? Is that two hours long? Is it an hour and a half? What What is this going to be? All we know is that uh, it technically hasn't even been announced yet. We think it's coming Halloween, which would make sense for the horror tone, and that uh, the composer, Michael Giacchino, is directing this show, th- or this special, yeah, which so- I don't know what that means for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw that. I'm not quite sure I can look up here if he's directed anything else. I Not that I can remember. But, I'm pretty um, sure it's his debut. Yeah, um, listen, I'm excited. Uh, we mentioned before talking about Moon Knight, you know, um, and possibly seeing a cameo. Um, but no, I'm excited. I, I just, I'm with you. I, I'm, you know, I felt like the Guardians, which we'll talk about in a second, the Guardians Galaxy uh, holiday special got teased last year. And it's finally mm-hmm. coming this year. So if they haven't even started with anything yet or released anything, hitting that October deadline, unless it is something like a short or something of that nature, I don't see how they're going to hit that that target deadline. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm listening up for it, but I haven't heard anything recently from it as, uh, either. Yeah, like I said, I have no idea what to expect from this. You know, with, with Giacchino at the helm, I'm super excited for his music. I mean, yes. everything he touches to me is gold. So... Are they going to lean into the music? For all we know, this could be a musical. We have no idea. <laughs> give it to me. I'll take that. That's you know that's territory. Yeah, give me a werewolf by night musical because I, I yeah a, a, a werewolf by night musical. That's kind of like a it's a Halloween party in the MCU, right? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> With a Mix bunch of up. people popping in and out, some lesser cameos. I, I think it could get crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. And it's it's one of those characters too where you don't have a lot of people familiar, so you have more wiggle room. Even with Moon Knight, they, you know, I think that's what they felt. They've had more wiggle room with Moon Knight because. Um, you know, I don't want to say he's a, he's a, a B-list character, but he's a B-list character compared to the hitters, you know? So, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what they can do with and, it. And honestly, that, that's one of the things that excites me about moving forward with Marvel, right? Everybody said after Endgame, where do they go? Can they keep it up? You know, I, I have a decent amount of comic book background, but even now we're getting into characters that I really don't know too much about. And that's exciting going into new territory. And Werewolf by Night is one of those characters. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what that actually is. So you touched on it a couple minutes ago, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, to me, it's being directed by James Gunn. After seeing what he did with Peacemaker, what he did with the first two Guardians, whatever he does, I'm all in. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that. What Do we have, I know, and I don't want to go too off here, but do we have a tentative release date for Guardians 3 yet? I think it's next year. Okay, so I'm wondering if this is going to tease anything or it's just going to be its own thing. Either way, I'm with you. I'm excited. Um, I mean, uh, Peacemaker was, um, you know, can't miss TV for, for – that was one of those it was It was phenomenal. I'm, you know, not that I – look, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch all your MCU stuff. Uh, you know, I'm going to watch anything Star Wars, Disney+. Plus, But Peacemaker, oh, man, I look forward to that show every week. So if it's anything, you know, like you said, he's done the first two Guardians – I don't know if it's going to have something tying movies together. It's going to be its own thing, but I'm looking forward to that as well. 
Yeah, you know, me too. And again, being a holiday special, we don't know what the length of it is. It could be an hour. It could be an hour and a half. Um, does this tie into Thor at all? Because we know the Guardians are in that movie. Mm-hmm. Is it just, uh, you know, the Guardians throwing a Christmas party on, you know, a, a planet? You know, that which could also be awesome. Yes. No, absolutely. I think anything, um, and, and from what I've heard, it's pretty going to have everyone in it. And it's going to be, you know, um, its own little thing. So, you know, bring it. More you know, and, and 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 with with James Gunn talking about Guardians of the Galaxy three and how you know a lot some of the characters that we know and love aren't going to make it out of that movie, I think this is a, gr- a great thing to do a little holiday special, have everybody back together for the last time possibly, and you know just something light and enjoyable. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, but yeah, so that'll be interesting. I know it was kind of teased last year, so the fact that it's finally coming to fruition, we'll see it this year. Looking forward to it. All right, so moving on, we have What If Season 2. Not confirmed for this year, but was heavily rumored to be late 2022. Um, Possibly even like the same release date, maybe that like September range. Um, Did you like What If Season 1? So I did. I liked some episodes more than others. Um, Mm -hmm. It took me a little bit, you know, to get into some of it. And and the whole time watching was like, is this going to tie together? Where is this going? And so when you got to that penultimate episode and then the finale and the kind of did tie stuff together i, I did enjoy it but it, there was a couple there were a couple episodes where i was sort of taken aback um just kind of like where is this going um and yeah. i enjoyed the listen i enjoyed the marvel zombies episode but but to i didn't know if i enjoyed it enough that they're going to do its own show so that was kind of surprising um yeah i, I agree yeah. with you <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's uh I will say this, man. They crapped all over Iron Man and that thing because no matter when, anytime Tony Stark showed up in that <laughs> every show, every episode he was getting off. off. <laughs> every episode, was like, ah, oh, he's dead. he was like a red shirt in Star Trek. Every time you saw Tony, <laughs> like he's done. Just doesn't matter what version. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I did. I, there were, you know, there were a couple that I, I really I dug. Like I said, that Doctor Strange episode I thought was great. I'm hoping to see a little bit of that uh, in in the movie. Kind of that that whole that dark side of him and that 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 variant. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited for What If Season 2. Uh, I'm kind of right with you where it's like, I'd say about half the episodes for me really worked, and then the other half I'm like, alright, can we can we just move it along? I don't really care about this. Um, I'm also curious, do we think it's going to be a continuation of Season 1, or do we think it's going to be What If takes on different characters that we haven't seen yet? Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know where they're going with it. I really don't. Like I said, I was lost all the way up until the last episode, and they started making some connections with Season 1, so... We'll see, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's funny is Marvel is so focused from the comics on canon to, to its yeah. detriment, you know, um, trying to make everything fit, everything tie together. And um, maybe that's why I have a hard time where, you know, it, when it comes to DC, it's sort of like, yeah, we've reset our universe like six times. But um, yeah, yeah. You Marvel, know, every couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Every couple of years we're going to do a reset. Um, but with, the, you know, Marvel trying to keep everything connected. I don't get as excited for the what if stories. They're cool, um, but it's not something, you know, unless you're going to be able to make it connect or count that I, I'm super excited about. Um, but I'll, you know, I'll watch it. Yeah. See, when, when what if season one got announced, I thought it was going to be something just an individual standalone. I really didn't think they were going to tie it into the, the greater MCU. And then you turn around and Haley Atwell is rumored to show up as, you know, Captain Carter in right. Multiverse of Madness. And, you know, do they do anything with Michael B. Jordan and bring him back for Black Panther 2? So it seems like whatever they do, they're going to tie it all together. 
Yeah. So uh, yeah, and and that would be cool. And I think if they can do that in this in, in this Doctor Strange upcoming movie uh, in Multiverse of Madness, it's going to lend a lot more excitement to season two if you're going to see that crossover. Yeah. All right. So last thing on this list on is list. Secret Invasion. Um, supposedly rumored for the end of the year, kind of like November December, possibly probably leading into you know early 2023. Um, I'm super excited for this project because I know at some point we're going to get a reveal that somebody we know in the MCU has been a scroll the entire time. <laughs> yeah, man. Bring on the scrolls. That's, that, you know, uh, I'm going to be honest though. Um, and I'm not, not, I'm not, not excited. No, I, I'm excited, but I am so freaking confused with what the <laughs> hell's going on with Nick Fury. Like I need a chart. Like I need to go back and rethink it of, of the Nick Fury, what, he's still on the spaceship in the MCU, right? And the, Last right. we checked, and, and it's it's funny you bring him up. When I was going through, you know, when we decided to do this episode, I was going through, I jotted down some notes that I have, and one of the notes for this this uh, this show was, does Nick Fury ever die? What What is he doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. And so, like, he's on the spaceship, so we had scrolls. Uh, oh, God, walk me through this. What movie was it where we saw the Okay, first? so, so, so we had uh, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Yes. So the was that, the, the the extra credit scene was the scrolls were Nick Fury and yes. Maria Hill. <laughs> and so he's been on that spaceship pretty much what since well no wait a second. So alright damn it, this is where I'm saying. But but then but then he pops he pops up in Endgame at the, the funeral for Tony Stark. Is that the scroll or is that Nick Fury? Well that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I gotta I gotta figure this out. I don't know if that's the scroll or not or, or what's going on or, or who did they replace? I mean, look, I, I love that they're bringing, you know, more with the scrolls and stuff, but I think it's also becomes the cheap cop-out of any character they want to bring back. They can say, oh, no, they were a scroll. Um, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The other thing is this, too, and maybe it's just my bias because, you know, the scrolls were introduced in the Fantastic Four comic. Absolutely. <laughs> Are we going to tease the Fantastic Four before we get to Secret Invasion? I mean, can we get something? Here's the thing, and going back to Multiverse of Madness, I think on that council where you see, you know, the Illuminati, right, which is what we assume it is, I think you're going to see a version of Reed Richards on that panel. We'd have to, yeah. If they're now, now I don't know if that's going to do anything with the MCU. Like I said, for all we know, right. those are just variant one-offs, but I think that's going to be the first legitimate mention of the Fantastic Four. And, and you kind of have to. I almost, look, let's be honest here. Okay, you had your first two Fantastic Four movies, and then they had that that abomination of a reboot. And now, (laughs) so I understand the delay. Look, for a while, and I'm going to get a little sidetracked, but before we wrap this up, because it does come back to Secret Invasion, and kind of where this is all going to fit back together. I understand Marvel for a long time were trying to build up the Inhumans um, as Mm -hmm. their version of the X-Men because they didn't have the rights to the X-Men. Now that they have the rights back to the X-Men, I also understand there's been a movie... Um, uh, as recently as a couple of years ago where people were still paying attention so they didn't want to rush the X-Men there. But there hasn't been anything of substance of the Fantastic Four for a no, long I mean, time. That all, was all we really have. So you're not stepping on any toes if you bring Exactly. It if you go out and put out a half-decent Fantastic Four movie, people are going to herald it as the greatest movie that for Fantastic Four has ever done. <laughs> like, right. 
you know, all, all we have confirmed for them is that uh, John Watts, the director of uh, all three Spider-Man movies, is going to direct the Fantastic Four. Right. That's all we know. Which gives me hope that, that they're not going to screw it up like they screwed it up the other three times. And then, like I said, uh, I just don't understand what they're waiting for. I understand with the X-Men because of, you know, they're, let's be honest, what were their, like, uh, eight, nine, ten, so X-Men movies? But there were about four or five really good ones. So I understand there's some history there, whatever you want to get that right. They have not got Fantastic Four right yet, so just what are we waiting for? Yeah, uh, maybe we get a tease at the end of Secret Invasion. You know, I'm they hoping. tie it in somehow. I'm maybe hoping. you know, some Nick Fury drives past the Baxter Building or something, or you know, any mention of them. Yeah, I'm hoping, or just give me, just give me, just give me Doctor Doom. What are we doing? Like, what yeah, are we, just give me Doctor Doom, and and uh, uh, see I, with, with with Doctor with Doctor Doom, I think they might be saving him as like the next big baddie of the MCU. Right? Yeah. You had your Loki, you had Thanos. I could see Doom being the next one. Yeah, and and you know, and, and it's interesting too what they're going to be doing here with uh, with Kang too. We'll see what his role he's going to play. Um, yeah, because Kang's another character who's intricately tied to the Fantastic Four. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. So they have him out there. You got to kind of drop Doom, and you know, I know eventually we'll get to Galactus, but we'll see. But just. Just start teasing it. You're not going to step on any toes. Um, hey, man, as, as long as they don't make Galactus a flying cloud like they did in Fantastic Four or two, I'm happy. <laughs> right, and that's my point. It, it's just too much. You know what would be cool, and I'm, I'm, I'm now we've, we've kind of gone through the list just to kind of wrap up. One of the things that I want to see, and I'm not saying we are, but I'd love to see in uh, Multiverse of Madness, and like you said, we'll find out here in a couple weeks, but I want a damn, I want a... What the heck's wrong with me? This is what happens when you have too much coffee in the morning. But uh, no, I want a, uh, I want a Chris Evans Human Torch cameo. Oh God, I would love it, and I feel like it would be How an easy one be? to get. It would yeah, be an easy right. one to get. How you know, he's already he's on the payroll. You got him. You know, right. maybe he was film he was recording lines for Lightyear, and he just popped over to the Marvel studio real quick. Yes, <laughs> just in, in in that costume, and then the same with that. That to me, that would be that would be good. That would be it. It would, it would be great, especially just for the joke of, like, Doctor Strange popping in through a portal and being like, oh, Cap, what are you doing here? And he's like, uh, I'm Johnny Storm. I don't know who you think I am. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. They could, they, and see, to me, that's a, ca a cameo that would give you some mileage. And you could make a 10-second thing, and that would just be funny um, without going through it. But anyway, yeah, Secret of Agent, looking forward to it, um, wondering where they're going to go with it. Like that we had, like I said, the scrolls, but we got to start teasing some Fantastic Four stuff if we're going to get to Secret Invasion. Uh, yeah, and and you know it's interesting. I don't know when we're gonna get information on any of these shows, right? Marvel is famous for, hey, it's Tuesday morning. Let's drop a trailer for whatever we have. Yes. Um, so so you know maybe they do something like a like a panel at Comic Con or something. Maybe at San Diego this year, and we get a little bit more information on all these shows. But I, right now, I'm looking forward to this slate. Yeah. So when when is D23? D23, is that May of this year? I think maybe end of May? I'm hoping we get something after D23. I, even, I mean, you know, they usually do something there. I'm wondering if they're going to... I know that even if they're not there, just tease some news. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they would have to. Um, I think it's too late for them to do anything Thor-related at that point. I think they have to drop something Thor-related, hopefully, in the next couple weeks. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I would be... It would make sense to get your trailer out before Multiverse of Madness, right? Yeah. Well, and usually they will. They'll sneak this stuff out. Um, um, as soon as the toys start leaking, that trailer is never far behind. It's happened with everything. As soon as the Legos yeah. and the Pops and we saw the Marvel Legends leaked, now some stuff's out there. They're going to have to drop something. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Lego Lego leaks their stuff 
six months in advance. I don't know what kind of security they have over at Lego, but it's not very good. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Those little minifigs tell us a lot. But uh, yeah, well, we you know covered a lot today. There's a lot going on, a lot we don't know anything about but are excited about. And like you said, we're a couple weeks away from Doctor Strange 2. So. Yeah, go, going back through this list, what are your top three most anticipated? Oh, goodness. I'm putting hard. you on the spot. I'm putting yeah. you on the spot. <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll say Doctor Strange, um, uh, Black Panther, and I told you, my Hulk bias is... is so, and, then, and, and I would say Thor. I'd say the big three. I'd still say. So, so you're go, you're going all movies. I'm going all movies. Well, the only one that I was thinking um, is I, I am excited for that Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. That was a, that that maybe I'll put that as my three. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, what, what I'm, I'm I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Multiverse of Madness, and it's probably just because it's around the corner. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to be the next thing I see. So that, that's got to be number one on the list. Um, number two, I'm probably going to go Black Panther just to see what they do. Like like you said, there's so many questions surrounding that movie. How do they answer them? Um, and then third for me might be Werewolf by Night. Yeah, I just I need to know a little more. But I'll tell you what, if he makes a cameo in Moon Knight, that's going to get me stoked for the special. Absolutely. So we have covered a lot of grounds in our roundup. Uh, next week we're going to come back, I think, with our first actual show um, entirety. But this is, uh, hope you enjoyed the Marvel roundup. And um, we'll definitely uh, be back with our next type of review show like this one, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Men is hits on May 6th. But until the next show, uh, thank you, partner, for joining me today. I am Will. I'm Matt. And this is the Various Stages of Growth podcast with your Marvel Roundup. We will see you next week.